Hello and welcome to the Raising Kellen podcast, where our mission is to empower, connect, and educate parents raising children with disabilities. In today's episode, we chat with Dr. Jennifer Graves from the Star Center here in Northwest Tennessee. Today's episode is brought to you by Dennis Anderson of Anderson Consulting, your one-stop shop for your IT needs. And as always, remember the content provided on this podcast is for your information only. And if you are requiring specific advice for your situation, to always contact a trained professional. So grab your cup of coffee, put your feet up and get ready for some awesome conversation. Today I'm joined by Dr. Jennifer Graves, who is the president of the Star Center in Jackson, Tennessee. Dr. Graves has been at Star since 2022. Prior to this, she was the founding director of Union University's EDGE program, which is a post-secondary program for persons with disabilities. Jennifer, welcome to the Raising Kellen podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you this morning. Prior to getting on this call, we were both talking about the, the frigid Arctic temperatures that we're currently experiencing in northwest Tennessee. So just hoping you're keeping warm from wherever you're listening. Jennifer, just a little bit about your backstory, please, before we start talking about the Star Center. Sure. I was born and raised in Middle Tennessee, and I was uh, very blessed to have a grandmother who had a physical disability. Uh, She was an incredible woman who was a school teacher and worked uh, tirelessly just to get the job done. And I think she, from her, I learned so much about overcoming obstacles, that these are not uh, disabilities, these are opportunities. Uh, I can tell you that my mom did not, there were eight kids in my mom's family and none of them had store-bought clothes until they graduated from high school. So when you stop and you think about a woman who walked on crutches, raising eight kids, let alone raising eight kids, making all their clothes, uh, and raising a garden and doing all the cooking, uh, that that shows us what people can do. So I I went into special education in college because I always felt like people underestimated those with differing abilities. May I just quickly ask, did she have polio as a child? She did. Um, She was born in 1903, and in 1908, she was diagnosed with polio and started walking on crutches. And it wasn't until... uh, She was in her mid-70s that she had to go into a wheelchair. I'm a physical therapist here, and I'm in treating my patients. I'm just amazed at the number of patients that are in their 80s to early 90s that experienced polio as a child. And uh, they would actually live for periods of time, like for a year or so, 
once they were diagnosed actually away from the family to receive their rehabilitation. So that right. was it's just really interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, in the in the South, in rural uh, Middle Tennessee, uh, it was a very small town, very small community. Uh, the, those services, like a physical therapist, those things weren't available back then. And a lot of those small country doctors were flying blind and doing the best job that they could. Uh, in our world today, it, with that same diagnosis, she probably would have recovered and would have done so much better. But uh, in her in her case, I guess ignorance was bliss because she didn't know she couldn't. So she just did. So that kind of puts you uh, on the trajectory to perhaps serve those with disabilities. And um, how did that become part of your uh, career, Pat, Jennifer? I would have to say that uh, my grandmother was my hero. I, I thought she was so incredible and so strong. And I wanted to do more to help people like her and to clear that path as much as I could. So I actually started working in the special ed department as a student volunteer uh, in my junior year of high school. So for two years, I volunteered in the SPED department, uh, just working with students. That was long before there was anything known as best buddies. It was just a teacher's assistant working, helping, uh, teaching. Um, when I came to Union University, uh, I had to major in social science because Union did not have a special ed major. So I became a teacher through social science and then had a minor in SPED, went on to get my master's in counseling and my doctorate in special education. So my career path has long been I, I feel like it was determined by God a long time ago. And uh, I work with individuals with disabilities and love it. So the Star Center is legendary in in Madison County, but also here in Northwest Tennessee. Could you perhaps give us some backstory as to how the Star Center got started and then we'll lead into some of the services offered at the Star Center? Sure. Um, Margaret and Chuck Dumont. That's a name everybody needs to know because they are just the most incredible people. Um, they, they have five kids and two of those kids were diagnosed with Batten's disease, George and Angela Dumont. Since then, they have both passed away. The children have. But uh, Chuck and Margaret are, are doing very well. But with Batten's disease, they lost their sight. They lost their uh, many of their cognitive abilities. They lost uh, their ability to be independent. And Chuck and Margaret in the 1980s, they were looking for ways to help their kids. That's all they wanted to do. They wanted to help their kids. And they traveled all over the country trying to find a place that could offer services that helped people like George and Angela. And they, the only place they found was in California. So they didn't want to move to California. They wanted to stay here in West Tennessee. 
This was where their family was. This is where their roots were. And what they did was they started this resource, this resource center to help kids like George and Angela and others, very much like what you're doing with your podcast and your programming. You're a parent who wanted to make a difference to other parents and kids. Well, Margaret and Chuck Dumont wanted to do the same thing. They wanted to help others. They wanted to help parents to help kids and get them the resources that they needed. So the parallel between you and Margaret Dumont are, are very strong. Uh, Margaret, uh, I can remember sitting in class in 1988 at Union University in Ann Singleton's class and hearing Ann talk about this new place that was opening up called the Star Center. And it was going to make a difference in the lives of individuals with disabilities. And I remember sitting in that class and thinking, wow, that'd be a cool place to work someday. And, you know, fast forward 35 years and here I am. And I, I think that the Star Center has made a life changing impact on so many individuals with disabilities. What started out as trying to help to kids in a, a small group in the basement of a church has blossomed into a 16,000 square foot building that works with almost 4,000 individuals a year and a wide variety of services. Margaret always said that you stand in the gap. So where there's a gap, she worked hard to find those tools that would help those children and adults, because the Star Center serves bed babies to geriatrics. So we're working with all ages and stages of life. Thank you so much for sharing about uh, Margaret and Chuck, because I think it, it gives perspective if you understand how an organization started and um, what was put into it and, and, and how it began. I just think it, it gives an amazing perspective to, to others. Um, so thank Definitely. you for sharing that. You know, they, they put the nonprofit together. They are the ones who made everything happen. Uh, they, and when you stop and think about the enormous task that were in front of them, because there was nothing like this in West Tennessee. Star has changed thousands of lives uh, through these last 35 years. And we did a, a dinner back in May of 22 to celebrate our 35th anniversary and to celebrate Margaret and Chuck Dumont because of the impact that they've had. And you should have seen the hundreds of people who came out to celebrate them. It, it was amazing to see. Jennifer, as far as the Star Center, you've explained that their clients range from uh, young children all the way up to adults. So if we look at the pediatric um, caseload, can you tell me some of the services that are provided uh, to those clients? Sure. We have a wide variety of services. Um, probably the one that most folks would be familiar with would be music therapy. And music therapy can be used in the NICU and it can be used in hospice care. 
It can be used in schools. Our, we have two board-certified music therapists and are working actively to hire a third. Uh, they stay busy. And music therapy works on, it can be self-regulation. It can be uh, communication skills. It can be so many different things that help people, calm people, help people to uh, just develop skills that they might not have had. It could be something as simple as rhythm, and that's helping them with movement. It can be something as simple as singing together, or it can be as complex as writing a song, which they have done. They, uh, they did a song when the governor came to visit, and it was about behaviors and how we act around important people like the governor of the state of Tennessee. And they wrote a verse and sang it for him. And it was amazing just to watch that. Drum therapy. So music therapy is a big part of what we do. Another large part of us is our assistive technology. Uh, I would tell you that we are the assistive technology center in Tennessee. Uh, we work hard uh, to, to evaluate and provide the equipment that individuals need to be more independent. Uh, and we train them on it. So once we do the evaluation, we find out what they need, we get it ordered, we deliver it to their homes, set it up, make sure they know what to do, and work with them to make sure it, it happens. Uh, and do lots of follow-up. Our assistive technology is in all 95 counties in the state of Tennessee. And one of the things that I think uh, doesn't get uh, talked about enough is the Department of Vocational Rehabilitation. Uh, you'll hear it talk, called VR. Uh, every individual with a disability needs to get signed up for vocational rehabilitation. Uh, that way they are eligible for services. Because if you have uh, a case open with VR, then we're able to provide that VR will pay for those services to help you get a job, uh, to have the things, the tools that you need to be successful in working. They'll pay for your training, which leads right into another service that we have, which is our employment services. We worked with individuals to uh, do an evaluation. The vocational assessment is very, very important. And I think clients need to request that as, as much as they can because it tells you where your interests are, a, a good skill set level. Uh, it gives people an idea of where you would be successful and what you need to become more successful. And then our job placements team will work with that person to find a job that checks those boxes off. Because we want to make sure that every person who wants a job has a job and has a job where they can be successful. We will work with them on their soft skills. We will work with them on hard skills. We will work with people to make sure that they are coached to perform the duties as expected and even surpass that at times. So employment. Music therapy, assistive technology, 
These are all things that Star Center does. Another uh, program that we opened up this past August is our reading clinic. Uh, this is one of those things that I followed uh, Margaret Dumit's lead on because uh, there was a gap in services in Tennessee for individuals with dyslexia. I did not find a lot of help out there when people would call and say, hey, my son has been diagnosed with dyslexia. Do you do anything for that? And we weren't doing it. But the more I investigated, the more I realized how many people needed that help. So we have opened a reading clinic. It's after school. Uh, now, if somebody is homeschooled and needs that service, we'll work with them to have it during the day. But primarily, it's after school between the hours of 3 and 5 or 3 and 530 uh, to get specialized specialized services to teach kids in the way that they learn. The Orton-Gillingham method is known throughout the professional realms as the way to work with individuals with dyslexia. So our team has been trained and continue to training. We have all the necessary materials to welcome people. Um, one of the things that we hear a lot is that people can't afford to get the tutoring. Well, when we did some research, we found out that in Memphis and other large city areas, they were charging anywhere from 60 to $75. So we have made the decision to charge $40. And if somebody has a struggle with paying that $40 and has the documentation to show us that struggle, then we will work with them on a sliding scale. But we want to help as many people as we possibly can. I first heard about the Ortho Gillingham method and and basically, guys, for those of you listening, I think a lot of the instruction now as far as early reading is based on learning sight words. But although Gillingham places more emphasis on the phonetic awareness, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jennifer. Um, uh, reading is literally a science. And learning the phonetics of reading is very important. There's whole the whole language approach and there's the phonetic approach. The phonetic approach has proven to be much more successful for those who struggle. Um, and I think that is something that our students who come to the center will be able to carry into the school system and be more successful. When I heard about your reading program and that 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 particular method, was being utilized, I was so excited because that is a struggle that we currently face as a family. And uh, so I need to be making my way to you all. We would love that. Uh, we feel like we've put a good, uh, a good program together and we want to share it with as many people as we can. We started, we chose to start it small, uh, we're doing individual lessons right now, uh, so it's one-on-one. -on -one. We even have ther a therapy dog who comes once a month, and our kids who are participating can re can read to the uh, the therapy dog, and it's so cool to watch that. Uh, and the kids love it; they're finding joy in it, 
and they're improving in their reading skills. Uh, one lady said that uh, her school told her that they could do everything that we're doing and do it better. And then she she did away with our services and very quickly within a few weeks realized that our services were what was getting her child to improve, uh, helping them make that progress. A child who is progressing in reading is going to have much more confidence in all areas of their academics. And I, I think that if, if, if your student struggles reading, it's going to flow into everything that they do and they're quickly going to shut down. Having been a professional educator uh, for decades, I can tell you I watched that and my heart is always for the student who struggles. And that's what, the main reason we did this. Uh, we very much want to serve West Tennessee, West Tennessee students and help in any way. Um, another program that we do offer uh, is our home care. And people, uh, it shocks me that people don't know that we have home care because we've had it since the 1990s. So home care is a very important part of our, of our business model. And here at the Star Center, we serve individuals with disabilities in home care and without disabilities in home care. So it can be a person who's elderly, who simply needs a little extra assistance, or it can be a person who has more, uh, more serious needs and we bring someone into the home. So we're working, we probably have 55 clients right now in home care and we have people going in, going in working with them. It's, it's a truly, truly home care is a blessing to those who have that need. It helps them to remain in their home and independent as long as possible. But for the, for the younger person who has more severe disabilities, it's a blessing to the family because that family may not be able to be there with them because they need to go to work. So our staff comes in and helps them get up, get dressed, prepare some meals for them, and helps that family to be able to operate to the best most efficient way possible. And I think home care is something that more and more people need. And I hope that they'll remember the Star Center when they're selecting a home care agency. You guys offer such an amazing scope of services, Jennifer, and I would highly encourage parents to check out these services. What would be a good way to contact y'all? Well, they can call our front office. And the, the main number here at the Star Center is 731-668-3888. And let the person who answers, and that would be Miss Sheila Cooper, when Sheila answers the phone, uh, let her know what service you're interested in, and she will connect you with the appropriate person. And they will be right back in touch with you. I also want to share one more program that we have. We have so many programs, it's hard to get it all in. But uh, there is a program that every state has. It's called TTAP. And what it is, is uh, recycling uh, durable medical equipment. 
And so if a person has a need for a shower chair or a potty chair, a cane, a walker, a wheelchair, then they can call us and we will provide that to them free of charge if we have it. So they call, they tell us what they need, and we go through our resources to find out if we have it anywhere. And then all they have to do is come by Star, pick it up, and it'll be clean, ready, and operational for them. Uh, if you have gently used durable medical equipment that you want to donate to the Star Center, we will take it and we'll clean it up and we will uh, pass it back out. Uh, we want to do that. We have people who donate adult diapers to us or uh, any type of equipment that might be needed in a home at all. Uh, we want to make sure that people have what they need. So this is a great program and a great way to, to help those in their homes. I know that uh, I'm from Middle Tennessee, a little town called Goodlitzville, and uh, one of my mom's best friends, they were looking for a walker, you know, the tall ones that roll with you. They wanted her to have, her kids wanted her to have one, and they weren't able to find one. So they called me and they said, "You, I remember you talking about this. Would you have anything? And as it turns out, the exact rollator is what it was called that she needed had been turned into our Nashville location uh, a couple weeks earlier. They cleaned it up and they delivered it to her home. What a blessing, isn't it? It, it truly was. It made me so proud of, of the Star Center and that we were able to help someone who had such a big influence on my life. Uh, I, I think that we can we can help one another in so many ways. We're working with vocational rehab here in Dyersburg to hold a, a resource ability fair. And I know you, you guys will be yes. coming we as will. well. And um, I just think, you know, you're right. This is an amazing resource that we have here in Northwest Tennessee. And um, even with the reading program as well, you know, sometimes they can be a little parental frustration with trying to get some help with regards to things like dyslexia. But knowing that this resource is available, this is how we can take action. Just yeah, really looking forward to seeing you all at the resource fair. And uh, thank you for all that you do, Jennifer, at the Star Center. And we will definitely be in contact. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You have a great day, okay? I will. Thank you. Thank you for listening along on the podcast today. If you are in Dyersburg on the 28th of March, be sure to stop by our community resource fair that's going to be held at Vocational Rehab. For more information, please contact me at raisingkillen at gmail.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Anderson Consulting, your one-stop shop for your IT needs. And thank you again, Dr. Jennifer Graves from the Star Center in Jackson, Tennessee, for coming onto the podcast and letting us know the services provided.
at the center. We would sincerely appreciate a rate and review of this podcast episode so that others seeking this type of information can find it on their platforms. Until we see you guys the next time, as always, remember, get to the top of your mountain. This is Marsh Naidu signing off.